How are we doing this morning? Great. So we do have communion today. For some reason, we packed a lot into the service with our water baptism. Um, so we're excited about that. And uh, I need to make an announcement here. Uh, we filled three more chairs this past week towards our goal. So thank you. And so I think this runs from like Sunday to Friday, and then it picks up again from the weekend or whatever. And uh, so we'll let you know each week. Uh, just a reminder, National Day of Prayer, I'll be praying for over the military uh, out at Kmart parking lot, uh, 6.30 on Thursday, uh, anyhow. So God is good, amen? <clears throat> Let's take a moment and pray and ask for God's blessing. Father, I humble myself before you. In and of myself, I recognize that I have nothing good to say, but through the power of the Holy Spirit, I ask that you speak through me. Lord, there are people that are here today, those even listening online, they need Jesus. They need a touch from God. They need to know that, that you're a real God, that you exist, that heaven is real, hell is, is real, that, that, that you do have a purpose and a plan for their life, that they, they matter. Lord, I pray that this service, somehow you would manifest yourself in your presence on their life, that they would leave here today recognizing and knowing that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. I ask this in Jesus' name and all God's people said, amen, <clears throat> amen. amen. I'm going to just share briefly. We have a number of people that signed up, but sometimes people just kind of jump in to be water baptized. Uh, uh, last minute, and you are welcome to do that. You are welcome to do that. I've had something happen here this morning that I've never had happen in 20 years of this church or the 29 years of pastoring. I actually had to cool this tank down. <laughs> uh, thank you. Shout out to Quinn getting this thing set up. Uh, so appreciate Kim getting a hundred in a hundred pounds of ice to put it in. This was 105 degrees. Does anyone have a hot tub and know how hot that is? <laughs> I've done baptism. When they get in the tank, they turn to ice. Uh, so we got it down to like about 80. It's bath water. It's beautiful. So uh, thank you. Thank you, those that helped in this last minute. I know the heaters work. Turn in your Bibles, if you would, to uh, Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. Uh, I'm just going to very quickly go through some of these slides here. Uh, this is not an in-depth study of water baptism, but the importance of the two ordinances that Jesus commands us to partake in. And it's, then it says in Acts chapter 8, verse 35 and 36, and also a shout out to those on Facebook. Let's give them a hand. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. God bless you. You're a part of us here this morning. Then Philip spoke Beginning with the scripture, he preached Jesus to him, explaining that he is the promised Messiah and the source of salvation. And the Bible says, as they continued along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch, or the, 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 the general there, exclaimed, look, water, what forbids me from being baptized? Great scripture there. So Philip, we know, speaks the good news about Jesus. And right away, they stomped this chariot, and he goes, there's water here, baptize me. And so if I could summarize uh, uh, a statement about water baptism, water baptism is an outward testimony of the inward change in a believer's life. And Christian water baptism <clears throat> is an act of obedience. Say that me, say an act 
of obedience to the Lord after salvation. Uh, maybe we'll have time to get into it, a touch on it, that I don't believe that water baptism saves you. You have the thief on the cross. He wasn't water baptized, but he went to be with the Lord. Amen. <clears throat> but water baptism, some kind of brush it off like it's no big deal. It's just an act of obedience, take it and leave it. No, listen, demons can be set free from your life in this tank. Strongholds can be broken. And there's a lot of types and shadow in the Old Testament. It talks about Israel when they left. How many remember that the plague of death, one of the 10 plagues came and the Israelites put the blood on the doorpost. How many remember the story? Then we wonder, oh, that's kind of, yeah, but the angel passed by them, but they were still in bondage, even though they were protected. But when they went through the Red Sea, come on, somebody. <clears throat> when they passed through on dry land, they came through, they came and entered into the promised land. So how many of you know that God wants us to be free in our promised land? Is it, Pastor, that means I'll never sin again? No. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Amen? Thank God that, that if we stumble, if we fall, we get back up in Christ Jesus. So if we fall, we fall forward. Amen? Matthew 28, 19 to 20 uh, says this, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything. I have commanded you, and assuredly I am with you always to the very end. So that we see these instructions that stipulate that the church is responsible to preach and teach Jesus' words and to baptize those. So baptism is something that, that is part of the church, is part of the kingdom of God as we move forward to the very end of the age. And so if anything, Jesus said this, we could say that water baptism has importance because Jesus commanded it, okay? And it was practiced, you know, uh, before the founding of the church. Uh, we hear about John the Baptist. Uh, but Christian water baptism, even though that was a baptism of repentance that John had, Christian water baptism signifies uh, 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 there's a deeper, deeper, I should say, significance. Baptism is to be done in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and, uh, and that's what makes it a Christian baptism. And, and you know what, I added in Jesus' name, because there's a Jesus only and a Jesus name, and some say you got to say, listen, I go, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and in Jesus' name. I got it all covered, amen? It's all covered, all right? So let's not get hung up on that. It's what's happening in the person's heart at that time, okay? That's what matters. We're not the legalist here, but we do that in the name of Jesus. So when we are saved, we are baptized. The Bible talks about by the Spirit into the body of Christ. Great verse right here that talks about that, 1 Corinthians 12, 13. Some of us are Jews, some of us are Gentiles. So basically, that's all backgrounds, getting everybody covered. Slaves, some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit. And we all share that same spirit, powerful verse. So baptism by water is a reenactment of the baptism of the spirit. And so basically, when someone is water baptized, they are declaring and they're saying this. Now watch this. I confess faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus has cleansed me of my soul from sin, and now I go down in these waters that come up. I have a new life of sanctification. So that person is saved, but they recognize and understand. And, and, and here's the thing with this. Uh, the Bible talks about times and seasons of refreshing. You say, you know what? I was maybe sprinkled as an infant. How many of you know you didn't know what was going on when you were two years old? Come on, somebody. Right? Did you? You had fully cognate, you knew what was going on in life? No, at one years old, how about six months? All you knew was 
food, you know, change my diaper, all right? And so, you know, you don't know that. And so we don't see uh, infant baptism, any of that, preached, teached in the scriptures. Uh, there's a verse in, in, in Acts 2.38, um, if I have time, I'll get to it, that, that, that's why some people do that, but I don't believe that's what it's talking about. And so a, basically a believer, is, it, it, you come to saving knowledge of Christ, and you're saying, I'm, I'm going to be baptized, and I'm going to do this in obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say Amen. But there's a deliverance that happens. There's a freedom. They're being obedient. And uh, I remember in 1988, uh, for the Feast of Pentecost, I went to Jerusalem. I had an opportunity, and I was in Israel. And, and, and I had an opportunity to be baptized in the Jordan River. Some of you go, wow, it's a nasty, filthy river. I'll just tell you that. It's one of the dirtiest rivers there. But I was water baptized. So that was a, that was a solemn moment for me, and I, I cherish that. But let me tell you something that was even more powerful. At the age of 12, at a Jesus 1976 festival, come on, somebody, somebody remember in those? Like 15, 20,000 people would come out in the 70s. They would have these tent festivals, and I was in Hershey, Pennsylvania, yes, where they make the Hershey ch chocolate, and I got water baptized. You know what it was in? It wasn't a tank like this. It was a cow plop field. <clears throat> so like if you stuck your hand in and lifted it back out, all the film of the dirt and everything else was on you. There were thousands of people, thousands. There was people, and I look back now and I wonder, those that helped, they were just anybody. They were church members going, come on, because there was so many people. Just think if there was 10,000 people and we all had to baptize them in the lake. Some of we don't understand the moves of God. When God moves on a nation and it moves on a people, everybody's touched. And everybody needs to get on board, start helping, start being equipped. Can I get an Amen. And, and so that's, that, that's the, I, I was just a part of it. I was 12 years old. Mom and dad didn't tell me, and they were having their difficulties. We drove up and, in a Winnebago, you know, a 20-foot Winnebago with eight kids. Think how that was. And, and, and I don't know what it was. I just felt, I need to do this. Nobody told me. I didn't even understand it. If someone came to me, why are you doing this? Like, I don't, I don't have all of it. I don't know nothing. But at 12 years old, I went in and some guy just said, come here, son. And I walked out to this cold, muddy, nasty lake that thousands of people were being baptized. And he just baptized me. He went up and he grabbed and said, next, because there was a line of 150 people in there. But when I came out of those waters, I lifted my hands for the first time in my life at 12 years old. And I just shouted, God is real to me. God is real to me. God is real to me. I'll never forget that moment. God is real. He can come upon someone that knows nothing of the Bible, nothing of the Word of God, and change your life. Hallelujah. That was a powerful moment in my life. I'll never forget it. And so there's an illustration about Christian water baptism, our death to sin, and our new life to Christ. And yes, you're going to still stumble and fall, but you're on a whole different plane. <laughs> you're, in a whole different, you're on a whole different boat moving forward with the kingdom of God. Amen? Romans 6.4 puts it this way. Uh, it says this, that we were therefore buried with him through baptism and to death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Somebody shout new life. New life. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. You, as, as, as your confession on faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you into a new life. And so we need to believe. You need to believe God for freedom in your life. Some of you may have things that just you can't seem to break or shake. 
You know what? Come and ponder that in your heart and say, Lord, I'm going to trust you in the waters of baptism today that as I pass through this, that I'm, I'm coming into freedom in new life. Can you say amen? And so uh, uh, let me just say this. <clears throat> uh, Acts, once again, uh, Acts chapter 8 talks about that, that, that this Ethiopian said, hey, there's water here. Be baptized. And so uh, when, a, when a believer in Christ Jesus they should desire, they should want to be water baptized. And, and that's why we do this periodically here in the church, and we're doing it also today. Uh, let me just hit on this, uh, and then we'll, we'll begin the water baptisms here. In Acts 2.38, just to cover this, because this is kind of big, it says that then Philip spoke, the beginning with the scriptures, he preached Jesus to him, explaining uh, that, that he is the promised Messiah and the source of salvation. As they continued along the road, they came to some, oops, uh, I, I'm, I'm jumping here. I'm reading again my same text here. I need to get to Acts 2.38. There we go. All right, dialed in here, Mike. Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. See that there? And some take that to go, well, that means, you know, you're getting baptized for your forgiveness of sins. <clears throat> and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. But the truth of the matter is, if you read this for, it could actually have two meetings. If you would say this with a poster, Jesse James was wanted for robbery. For could mean Jesse is wanted so he can commit a robbery or is wanted because he has committed a robbery. So the latter sense is the correct so too to this passage, if you look at it. Otherwise, it would violate the entire tenor in nature of the New Testament. I like how the Amplified, it breaks it into Greek. It says it like this, and this should be help many of you this morning, hopefully. Peter said to them, repent, change your old ways of thinking, turn for your sinful ways, accept and follow Jesus as Messiah, and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, because of the forgiveness of your sins. How many see that? Say amen. So when they come in, they're getting baptized. You already know that you're born again. Jesus is your Lord and Savior, but it's an act of obedience. How many with me? Shout amen. 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 So if you were sprinkled of an infant, I guarantee you, you didn't know what was going on. Listen, your children are covered. The Bible talks about how Jesus said their angels are before me. You have a baby. You may have parents that they're God haters, but that baby is in the hands of the Lord. Okay, you need to understand that, all right? They're not at an age of accountability where they can discern right from wrong. That time will come in life. Some people it's sooner, some people it's later. Uh, they just, you know, and God is merciful in that. He's merciful in that and he understands that. But you need to know that the angels of the Lord protect your children and to a point where we dedicate them to the Lord and the purpose of God. And they'll come to an age where they decide, where they know and they choose. And God is long-suffering. Can I get an Amen. He's long-suffering. So if you were younger and you didn't know what you were doing, but you're feeling the urge, I need to do this. I need to do this. You should be baptized. Maybe you were unwilling at the time and someone made you do it and you just were part of it. But now you think, I want to do this in, in a clear conscience and I want to be obedient. And even in, in Acts 19, John's disciples talked about how they only knew uh, 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 the Baptist's uh, baptism, but then they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and they're baptized. Maybe the Holy Spirit is drawing you here today to be water baptized. I want to encourage you to partake in that. Amen? Amen.